that podcast so once a week we address that old chestnut which is better x or y also a chestnut appreciation podcast i'm tyler your host and the highlights magazine of this podcast i am jordan your co-host the us weekly of this magazine i mean uh, podcast <laughs> <laughs> podcast azine uh, I am Kevin, your re-host, and I will be your Carpentry Quarterly of this podcast. Oh, that is such a useful zine. Oh, yeah. Teaches you how to make cigar box guitars hey, and saunas. Do you, and, do you want to make yeah. a birdhouse? Done. Here it is. Uh, here, I'd, here are I'd, the ways. Excuse me. I only make bird homes. It's <laughs> Wait, like much, bird, much bird, more spacious, comfortable. Bird retirement uh, homes so that you can yes. ship your elderly birds off and not have to care for them yourself. I make bird asylums for the crazy birds. They're for the birds. Hey, bad pun number one of the podcast. Hey, so we we started a little early on the crappy puns. Welcome, listener. Hope hope this is what you love. Hope your (laughs) your your joy is found in awful puns, because that's what you're gonna get. Um, actually, what we do is we take questions from our loyal loyal listeners thank you so Lo- much loyal lawyer listeners our loyal we continually lawyers. expect you to stop listening immediately uh that we, i just cannot stress how loyal you are listener um but we take questions from our listeners and we hash them out here on the show um ninjas versus pirates type questions would you rather's all of that good stuff just so, slinging all kinds of hash let's go ahead and get started. Here is our first question. It's coming at us from Tim Hall. Thank you very much, Tim. And he wants to know, which would you rather live through, a year of summer or a year of winter? Winter is coming. Winter is coming. It's isn't Winter, well, it always... winter's already here. Yeah. Oh, let's just let's let's not mince words. It's here. And it, but it will let's, come again. Let's not Game Thrones. Let's uh, let's just go ahead and get on with the discussion. Winter um, will return in Thunderball. All right. <laughs> Good point. Tyler, you can edit that joke out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're not editing that out. That's gold. That's pure gold. So that would be too much work for Tyler. You don't even have to refine that. That is pure gold. You see, I think uh, what it really comes down to for me is a question of sweat. Because I I do not like those salty, salty pools of skin excrement coming out of my pores and dampening my clothes. And if you have a year of summer, that means you have to year with you have a year of summer heat. You're going to be cranking up the AC. You're going to be wasting power. It's 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 going to be it's going to be awful. Whereas with a year of winter, I mean, it's always going to be much, much easier to warm yourself up than it is to cool yourself down. All you have to do is, like, put on a bunch of layers or find someone that you love and hold them dear and close <laughs> and tight. What if you, uh, but what if you suffocate them? Then they're gone. And then, you're going to have to find somebody else. But that heat is still there for a short while. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, uh, also, point for winter is you could either ski or ice skate everywhere. So done. what can what can you do in the summer? That that is a good point because you can do plenty of things in the winter 
that are like winter exclusive. There isn't a lot of stuff that's summer exclusive. Except for like, you know, wearing capris. You can do that in the winter, man. Uh, you can do that in the fall. You need We're to think not, that's not an bunch. option. That is not an option. Stop <laughs> it. Stop okay, it another right another point for winter. Uh, if Kevin had to endure an entire uh, year of summer, he would just get burned oh, alive. That's true. That is like sunscreen city for me. Do you know how much how much it would cost for me to have an entire year of sunscreen, you know, covering my body in a protective shell of, uh, you know, anti UVB. But on the other hand, after a year of winter, you'd essentially be see-through you'd become so pale you would look like those little paramecium under the microscope um, basically you're their, their saying that he would have the same superpowers as invisible woman from Fantastic yeah i was War. just gonna say well so, invisible woman you didn't see like her intestines like processing her oh uh, no no no, no no yeah i mean but kevin's gonna be completely see-through and yeah. have the ability to project force fields so i would i would go for a year of winter because it's gonna make me a superhero a year of summer is just going to be a giant inconvenience because I have to lube up every time I before I go out. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, well, let's look at the downsides of winter. I, I think we can all assume that during the course of this year of winter, I mean, we haven't necessarily geographically stated where this year of winter is located at. But I'm going to assume that it is going to get attacked by a blizzard at least once a week. Um, yeah. So you're going to have to deal with all that snow. I mean... Which is fun. You that can is make, fun. you can you can make snowmen. You can make snow forts. Snow women. That's true. Igloos. But you also have to deal with like it's going to take you like twice as long to drive anywhere because all the roads are bad, and you'll have to shovel out your driveway, which is going to give you some nice forearms and biceps. But it's also going to be, you know, it's going to be. Uh, just another thing to add to your morning routine. Do you really want that? Yeah, as opposed to putting on a beekeeper's outfit before you go out every time in the summer. Do you do that, Kevin? Um, to not get burned, I will do a lot of things. So <laughs> that's going to take a while. I think I would rather shovel my driveway. The bees! Kevin, if, if he had to endure a, an entire year of summer, would probably become a supervillain called the beekeeper in that instance as opposed to becoming a superhero that, so i i think that that summer has a lot more consequences for me personally uh so because i don't want to become evil guys i, I don't want to do that but i will i will do it if you push me that far he has psychic control of bees <laughs> This is, this is he is, the lamest he is Nicolas Cage's worst enemy. Uh, <laughs> the bees! Uh, ah, the bees! Oh, the bees are in my eyes. eyes! No oh. amount of stinging will bring back your honey. Oh, this! Oh, wow! What a terrible movie! No amount of stinging will make this movie good. <laughs> well, I, I just think like, well, what can you, what can you do in, what can you make in summer? What can you make out of damp heat? Uh, exhaustion, uh, panting, castles. and shame. Sand castles. You can make, if anything, you can make sand men. Sand you doesn't. Even, you sand can doesn't even go enter away, the Jordan. Sand man, if you made it large enough. I say take some, would appreciate. take some sand, which doesn't disappear in the winter. Mix it with some water. Make your little muddy, sandy castle, and then let it freeze. It lasts that much longer. Boom. Yeah. Um, You're welcome for the wintertime fun. You young adult parents out there. Hold up, though. Hold up. 
Uh, Wait a minute. Forever Summertime equals dirt bike racing. You can do that in the snow. That's uh, it's called snowmobile racing. Ooh, that's actually way cooler. You can hit jumps and shoot crossbows and something's going to explode. So you're always in for a good time. And there's more warmth. Um, another point also, for eternal winter. Sorry, go ahead, Jordan. I'll, I'll, uh, I was going to say uh, another point for winter. Uh, since I've become the Ninjas vs. Podcast official weapons expert after the last episode. I don't remember uh, that. I, did we vote that one? I don't remember doing that. Well, it was mentioned during the course of the podcast. I'm that not I came comfortable up with for us having a weapon. Three expert. unique ways to kill people. Oh, um, yeah. Snowballs are a definite advantage to winter. Uh, specifically, ice balls too. I mean, like if you're if you're your house is getting invaded, um, and clearly that snowdrift has knocked off one of your walls. You have all that access to snow, and I mean, if you just bean him with that snowball, you are going to be defending your homeland. The so. Department of Homeland Security exclusively uses we use snowballs. Yes. For wiretapping. The Department of Snowland Security. <laughs> yes. Um, I, 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 to be honest, I really can't think of any benefits to an entire year of summer. Uh, I mean, I guess. Have you seen the movie Hundred Days of Summer? Five hundred. Imagine. 500 days of summer. 525,000 minutes a year of summer. Yeah, imagine, imagine that, only a little bit shorter, but still that. Oh, I, <laughs> see, that's the thing. I would not want to spend a year with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm sorry. I think he's oh, no, no, no. Summer, summer was Zooey de Chanel. So. Uh, it's actually Zooey. So <laughs> I would not want to spend a year investing in their romantic chemistry only to see it not pay off for anything. That's true. That's a good point. But what if, the well, yeah, what if Tim was what if Tim was actually asking not the seasons but characters? I can't think of any characters named Winter, but well, what about Winter's? I bow? think that's I think that's a pretty good sign, Jordan. That that's <laughs> oh yeah, what about what, what if the question is the movie Five Hundred Days of Summer versus Winter's Bone? A year you you can only watch that movie. You have to watch it year. every day for an entire year. Uh, uh, Winter's Bone, I think, is pretty depressing, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it about like a dog that can't find its bone or something like that? That's winter, exactly what he, it's about. Yeah, which is really sad. I don't, I don't think any of us have seen Winter. And he's no, we haven't. A... So we, we really walked into this one without a lot of forethought. And he's the head of a dog's head team, and he's got to deliver oh, medicine to a oh. dying little girl, and he has those two polar bear sidekicks. Oh, and Tyler, crazy you're thinking goose. of Cool Runnings. Oh, Cool Runnings. Point feel for, the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Oh, Cool Runnings Give is it a up. point for. It's. It's medicine delivering time. And cool Runnings animation. is a point for winter because without winter, we wouldn't have the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, yeah. Also, um, but without I get summer, around. we'd never have their amusing training scenes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, point for winter that I did a rod is a pretty balling event, and you kind of have to have winter for that. Yeah, everything about winter is great. The Winter Olympics are infinitely better than the Summer Olympics. Curling. We didn't even curling. curling. They have skeleton. We could have which a whole is year of curling. A sledding event named after the fact that you will probably be nothing but a skeleton if you crash. Uh, they have the the triathlon of snowshoe bow hunt jetpack. It's... <laughs> You're thinking of the biathlon, which is cross-country skis and a rifle, but... Close enough. 
Yeah, it's like that only better. Welcome You're thinking of binoculars, which help you see things far away. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But um, I, I, no, I mean, I, the, the opportunities for winter are endless, really. Um. Yeah, but what about bicycling? You can't do that in the wintertime. Oh, with that attitude. <laughs> that's a good point. You're right. There's pretty much nothing you can do in the summer that you can't do in the winter. Name one thing. Baseball. Name five. Baseball, also a winter sport. Yeah, that's true. Baseball would be so much cooler if it was done like... Of course, literally. Oh, ah, everything's cooler in winter. Ah, and on that note, Jordan... Let's take uh, a final vote. Your opinion? Uh, winter. Kevin? What if I just threw a total curveball and said summer? I won't. I'm going to say winter. All right. And I will also say winter. Tim, just cool out, man. Cool Bundle out. up. Your, oh, your is coming. all right. Final point for winter. Um, you're going to spend, spend a lot of time with Mr. Freeze, and there are going to be a lot of great puns hanging oh, out. Oh, yeah. In one I mean, nice to it, see you. Keep cool. What killed Batman. the dinosaurs? The, the Ice, Ice Age. So, up next, we have a question from CJ Zimmerman. Thank you very much, CJ. And that that's my is... brother. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. So, <laughs> he wants to know. <laughs> I'm going to have to do so much editing on uh, this show. This is a good show. We are, we his, are on target. His question is Jack Sparrow versus the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, great question. You. Ooh. Ah. Uh. Wow. Now, Kevin, are you aware of who who the dreaded Pirate Roberts is? I am insulted that you would question my knowledge on that. Yes, I've Should seen. We ref- I've seen the Princess Bride. All right, he's the main character, also known as Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, mm, well, I love drunken Keith Richards impressions, so that's a point for Princess Bride. Um, no. For Jack Sparrow. Um, but I also love... I mean, Dread Pirate Roberts, he's super classy. He's always Definitely. wearing hes always wearing that skin-tight, you know, black getup. That looks real good. He makes with the it boots. look good. Yeah, with those and boots. And the, the, the bandana pulled down oh, over your yeah. eyes with the slits cut out. So good. Pretty styling. Captain Jack pretty lucky but let's not forget that the dread pirate roberts is not only a really awesome sweet pirate dude but he's also a better swordsman than inigo montoya he outduels a giant and he outwits fezzik which is great and he he hangs out with andre the giant he is part of his posse if you will um, he yes. spends a lot of time over at his ranch riding miniature horses <laughs> that he keeps like dogs. Uh, I hope that's real. I hope that is a real <laughs> I'm, fact. I want to say it is. I'm not sure if it's my brain making up a reality that's more beautiful <laughs> than our own. Than though. life. Um, for ease of reference, can we call the Dread Pirate Robert DPR from for just for for future reference? Can we call him PBR? They yes. don't. They do not just give out all that of these things. Room. Okay, so well, DPR is super suave, um, and he romances a lady like none other. And the lady that he hangs out with is pretty classy, whereas Kira Knightley uh, always has her mouth hanging open, 
And that's a good point. Looks like she's she always wants a fish. It's like, hey, <laughs> give me a fish. It's like later, okay? We have we have a, a show to do for SeaWorld. So if you could just wait, <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, what skills does Captain Jack Sparrow actually have, though? My uh, impression was always that he's just like always in the right place at the right time. Yeah, he's well, very, very lucky. dumb luck. He's good at. We've we've listed that old old DP DP Robert has, you know, immunity to poison and sword skills and smooth talker can climb a whole bunch. All these different things. I think Whereas he has diplomatic Captain Jack Sparrow. Too. Captain Jack Sparrow just kind of you know like gets a little woozily and then limbos just at right the, the right time as a sword comes past. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I'm going to come back. I do think he's got a pretty kicking, you know, Keith Richards type thing going on. And he's also kind of like, you know, he's kind of got like a little bit of a lady. He's a little bit ladylike, you know. He's a little dainty. He's got that dainty walk. So yeah. actually, that's, that's he wears actually, makeup. He wears makeup. These are all points against him. I feel like I was trying to make a case for, <laughs> but it's not. It's not going well. It's just also, not. let's not forget he hangs out with Orlando Bloom. Ooh, yeah. And well, mm. he he hangs out and with. We Orlando already mentioned Bloom. DPR hangs out with Andre the Giant, which right, is awesome. Which is pretty great. Um, who, by the way, um, in case you didn't know, used to carpool uh, to I believe it was grade school with Samuel Beckett. So, fun fact. <laughs> Andre the Giant did? Yeah. Yeah. So, fun fact. Yeah. Beckett got the idea for Breathe from one of those carpools. <laughs> oh, what wow. if you like? I'd, I'd imagine he was having a pretty hard time breathing. Imagine yeah. he was having a pretty hard time fitting in there. What if you like put a candle on stage or something? And that was it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was Andre uh, the Giant's idea for Breathe. Uh, <laughs> did you say mescaline and end scene um, wow that was, I, I felt a lot of strong motiv- motivation and emotions in that <laughs> I feel like we really nailed that one guys I think good, we did it good good collaborative effort good teamwork nice, nice dramaturgy hey. done on that one and uh, <laughs> some quality quality directing I was especially a fan great of execution um, I was, yeah, I was really impressed let's with all the camera Let's take that, let's, let's tweak it, let's make it steampunk, and then just go for it. <laughs> and if we could do it in masks, go. Um, yeah, so I feel like, I, you know, the only thing that Captain Jack's really got going for him is that he can get real hammered. He can do that well, really hold on. well. I got, I got a good bonus for, for Captain Jack. Okay. He has better enemies. Than the Dread Pirate Roberts. Let's. I mean, the Dread Pirate Roberts is up against Prince Humperdinck. Sorry, wait. Are you talking <laughs> about for for clarity? Are you talking about DPR? Is that who you're talking yes, about? Yes, DPR. Okay. okay. He's up against Prince Humperdinck, who <laughs> his name speaks for itself. Whereas uh, Captain Jack, his rival is Captain Barbosa. Ooh, that's who true. In the first film was a zombie and well, played by Jeffrey yeah, Rush. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush, I think, is the bigger thing. Is just a, a magnificent acting job, and honestly, he's just a great, great villain. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Jeffrey Rush is great, especially. I really liked the um the one scene where. 
Jeffrey Rush is teaching Captain Jack how to uh, how, speak how to properly, how to speak oh. properly um, for his address to uh, the pirate nation of England during Pirate World War One. Well, he was the he was the king pirate, remember? Right, uh, he was the, the pirate, pirate king, and he needed to deliver a speech to to the pirate nation during World War Two, and so Jeffrey Rush helped him out, and it was really heartwarming. It really was. It was. I agree. I'll, I'll give it that. Although that is counterbalanced by the crazy squid Lovecraftian Cthulhu horror captain in the other movies. That Ooh, just like yeah, that's really true. gross. Like his Davey tentacles Jones would unfurl, and there would be a key under it, and there was a heart in a box, and that's all just kind of icky. If yeah, it's my heart in a box. Well, it was real. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> <laughs> it was just no, really long. Like that one time. Oh, was, oh no! Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got. You must have more. Quality. Sure. Um, mm. Oh <laughs> yes, mm, like a fine wine. <laughs> Swish that one around, everybody. Mm, yes. Um, no, not only not only was it just icky and gross, it was just really complicated. Like you know, it's just the yeah, last true. past loves and all that. You know, I just like I don't need that. Just give me a guy who wants to marry this lady, and DPR is going to stop him cold with some butt kicking. Also, yeah, let's look at motivation. I mean, Captain Jack Sparrow is clearly only motivated by, uh, at times, my ship. revenge. I need my ship. Give he needs my his ship. ship back. Or at other times, just, really he just Jack wants Sparrow money. Yeah, so, I, was, I wasn't going to mention it. But... I mean... He's just a greedy guy, whereas DPR is inspired by the will to bluff. He's he's in it for love. That's true. True love. Not even just love, but true love. True love. Not only that, he was a poor stable hand, and she was a a beautiful, beautiful girl. girl. No, she was some sort of nobility. She wasn't a princess, but... No, but she was like... She was raised up to a princess. Yeah. She was introduced to a princess. You raised me up. Um, she wrote a diary so I can at one talk. point. Let's also... Diary of a mad black woman. <laughs> Let's also not forget that uh, Princess Bride was directed by Tyler Perry. Um, no, it was not, thankfully. <laughs> Let's not forget that Christopher Guest was the six-fingered man, and he also gave a spinal tap, which is totally... A... Oh, and Billy Crystal is in that. Yeah, mad... Mad Max? No. Um, Miracle Max. Yes. Miracle Max. And they knew when to stop. <laughs> they did not run their series yeah, into yeah, the ground. They there didn't was make no... sequels to Princess Bride. They did not do that. That was brilliant. Thankfully. Um, well, let's also compare the, the DVD box art. Um, the Princess Bride cover is, it has like a dual effect. You can turn it upside down and it still says Princess Bride and it has like a mirror image. It's a really cool, really well done cover. Um, Whereas Pirates of the Caribbean is just a cover. Nothing special about that. It's just pirates. It's in just the Caribbean. Has pirates on it. Yeah, and they're doing stuff. Well, let's find out then. I think I think we're we've got a kinda we've kinda got our fingers on the same pulse here tonight, gentlemen. But oh, yeah. Jordan, uh your decision. The dread pirate Roberts. And Kevin? My man, DPR. DPR and I will put in a third vote for Jacob Roberts. So, CJ, 
Thank you so much for your question. If you if you've got to watch a movie, I I don't care how many uh, pirates there are. You only really need one, and that's our our good man, PBR. So PBR, pop him open and in, enjoy the show. And realize they just don't hand they don't just hand out that blue ribbon. <laughs> they don't just give it to anyone. No, they don't. It works every time. Up next, we have a question that Jordan, I believe you posed. A while back, but we never addressed it on the show, and that is baths versus showers. Oh boy, baths versus showers. Yes, I, I did pose this question. In uh, my opinion, this is the easiest question in the world. Mm-hmm. Right, I, we gotta, we gotta. Girl, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Uh, there were some stipulations I had with it too, and I can't think of any of them. So uh, this I is remember scintillating that. podcasting right now. Let me think I of things what? that I forgot. I think the only stipulation is that you can't just lie in like an inch of water and have the shower going on you. <laughs> can't have the best of both worlds. <laughs> oh man! But I wanted to dream the impossible dream. But I wanted Miley Cyrus to hang out with me. Not. I not, wanted a party in this USA. Coming. Yeah, no, that's gross. Well, Jordan, what you're the one who posed it. What is your opinion? Um, I'm a kind of I'm kind of a busy guy, and the the major benefit to showers is that they're so fast, and it's just like got to go fast. You got to go fast <laughs> in this in this speedy speedy world we live in. Uh, and showers, it's just I, I can get in there. I get water sprayed all over me. It's not. I'm not sitting in my own filth like I am in a bathtub. And That's a good uh, point. you know, it's just. It's not relaxing, but you know, I don't need it to be because if I wanted to be relaxed, I would hop into like a hot tub, which is like a cleaner version of a bath with recirculating water. But that's uh, that's and- the thing. Are we including in the definition of bath like like a Japanese public bath? I'd say yes. Or Roman bath. Sure. Because, I, uh, for because sure. if that's true, I, I would go bath all the way. There's no question in my mind. If I, I was... if I remember your Tales of Japan correctly, Kevin, you said it was just like a, a tepid puddle that you just kind of hung out in for like two hours. What? No, that's actually completely inaccurate. I Sorry, I wasn't very good at reading your blog. <laughs> You're not. You're just not very good at reading. Is that the problem, Tyler? <laughs> Maybe. Hooked on phonics. Tyler, you work now the wrong, explain. You explain the wrong to major. us. Explain to us the uh, the finer points of the the Orient. Um, sweet, sweet bath. The well, mysteries he, of the Orient with he, Kevin Gall. Here's the deal. First of all, in in the in the public baths, you have to take a shower before you get in anyway, because they don't just want you jumping in there with all your gross, you know, filth on you. You gotta take it. You gotta you gotta wash that off before you get in, so you're not just sitting in other people's filth. Um, so that's kind of a catch-all because um, you're taking a shower anyway. But uh, once you're done, then there's like there's just so many options. There, there's like a there's a bath with like jets on it that that'll massage your back because you've had a hard day at the office being a salary man and you've got some Japanese numbers to crunch. And uh, so there's one of those. And, uh, They're a lot harder to crunch than American numbers. That's right. It's so hard because... I have a hard enough time doing crunches already. They're 13 hours ahead, those numbers. 
Um, but anyway, so then, but, but also they're like, I think, what is it? They're, they're like five to 10 degrees hotter than regular American hot tubs. So it's just so nice. You just jump in there and you are, you are in a pot of scalding water, but it's delicious. Um, and then do you you taste the scalding water? Oh, of course. It's, it's only polite to taste it and say, this bouquet is wonderful. Um, and then um, if you get tired of that, you can jump in a, a full cold pool and refresh yourself. Um, and then there's also something called, uh, this was uh, only at the one that I went to. I don't know if it was a universal thing, but they had what's called a nap pool, which is <laughs> like basically it's a lazy uh, river without the river. Yeah, there's you just don't move. It's just like a it's just a place where you lay down and there's like a headrest and there's like a like three inches of water two or three inches of water. It's just a, a thin layer of very warm water, and you just lay there, and you do what you want. And You know, uh, Kevin, I was going to allow this, but you used the word pool to describe pretty much all of those, so I'm going to say those are all pools and not baths. Nope, they're baths, because that's what they're called. Words mean well, something, Jordan. Let me let me pose these points, Honey Boo Boo Chow. And that what? is... That is, one, you said the heat was nice. You can... You can crank up a shower. You, I would argue that a shower can be a very relaxing experience because you got like the massage of the water droplets hitting your body, and that's that's great. And then you've got the steam coming up all around you. Whereas if you're laying in the bath, then you know it's just it gets it gets cold. You're not cycling the water out with a bath; it cools down. But with a shower, you can keep things nice and toasty. Also, a shower is essentially a water park fixture in your own home. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you can go, you can go and like jump in a lake wherever there is a lake. A lake. <laughs> but you you're not always going to eat is water. You can't like have the experience of a nice hot waterfall cascading upon you or a facsimile of that really big bucket that continues to fill up with water and then dumps down over you and your family at the soak zone. (laughs) These are all things that a shower does for you, and you are thankless. It's a lot easier to clean yourself in a shower. Like, for all your your greatness of your Japanese baths, are you actually getting clean while you're there, or are you just relaxing? Because I care a lot about personal hygiene, Kevin, and it's... You know, there's more to life than just being relaxed all the time. You gotta get out of your comfort zone sometimes. And when you're getting uh, out see, there, that's totally you probably want to be clean. At this, I I don't think anything gets you out of your comfort zone better than a, a public bathhouse. <laughs> that is true. But also, it's like it's difficult to wash. It's difficult to wash yourself when you're in a bath because the way I like to do it is, and I do it in the shower. Uh, I like to. Get my entire body sudsed up. Whereas if I'm in a bath, there's always at least some part of my body in the rinse phase at all given points in time. And also, another point against baths, you're way more likely to develop uh, raisin hands uh, in a bath than you are in a shower. Yeah, and then you just lose things in the fold of your own. Uh, I would like hands made of raisins. That would be awesome. old. (laughs) And being old is terrible, as we all know. Uh, there is nothing good about it. But then you'd, you'd uh, be um, tempted. You'd be tempted to eat them all the time, Kevin. That's that is okay with me. No, but I think you just need a larger bath. Then 
You just need to pull a, a Howard Taft and get yourself a ginormous bathtub. Again, this is not this is not showers versus pools. This is showers no. versus baths. That's what I'm saying. Get yourself a big old bathtub like Howard Taft because he was a big man and they had to build him another uh, another uh, bathtub yeah. in the White House because he could not fit in the current one. You can get massage heads for showers, though, a lot easier than you can get, like, special massage ribbed bathtubs. <laughs> That's true. I I guess if we're not talking about Japanese baths, I think the whole the whole point is, is mo- I love me a shower then. Because... If you're actually using a like a bath to clean yourself, that's garbage. But it is you can't. It's hard to have a scented shower though. You can have a scented bath. That's true. Then there are no bubble showers. Although, if somebody someone, wants to invent that, yeah, we, please and invent then that. Give please us, make the world. You know, a let place. us endorse you. Yeah, endorse us so we can endorse you. That would be fantastic. The bubble I would shower. shower in I would shower in socks and Crocs with bubbles. What would every would day you what would you call it the blower the bubble shower? Uh, uh, I think I would call it call anything it the, other than that. The ninjas versus podcast bubble shower. Ninjas versus podcast presents Pepsi's bubble shower. Yes. Yes. Should we take a final vote? I will go ahead and unabashedly lock myself in for showers. I can't. I can't do. I can't do a morning without a shower. It's my coffee. Yeah, same. If here. you're bathing in, in fact, the morning, what's wrong? I think you? I'm going to do the rest of the podcast from the shower. I respect that, Kevin. Uh, I gotta go showers. I mean, ja- Japanese baths, American showers. So that is three for three. A first on the show. We are Let's... so like-minded today. Let's man, just, we are oh, the man, triumvirate. Our, our cycles are aligning. The, That's, the moon is... Yeah. The council has spoken. <laughs> the Jedi Council? I, we can't yes. train you. You're way too young, Kevin. I'm sorry. We, no, no, it's old. You're too old. Well, speaking of time, what a convenient transition. Nobody, ben nobody said Nemeth. anything about time. Oh, old. Yeah. Ben Nemeth, what? Sorry. Hey, how about that to... time? Speaking of time. Oh, here's, there we go. All right. Yeah. Here's a question. Ben Nemeth wants to know time travel, past versus future. A goo. Um, is there this even is a, a good question? one? This is a good one. Oh, is there even a question? Who? Yeah. Who, when given the opportunity, would not go back in time and punch Hitler right in the face? That is a very good point. You see, I think it depends on how selfless you are, because if you're if you are, you know, a champion of justice, then you can go back in time and, you know, just bounce a whole lot of dictators and general general louses. I like you guys. Whereas if you can go in the future, you can like see your own future and stop it, change it, work it, move it. Stronger, faster, better. Work out a lot more. Well, hold on. They never mentioned whether or not we can actually go back to the future. No, I think they did. I think they said it's either past or future. No, they said time travel to the past or to the future. Are we stuck there? Let's assume that we are not stuck. Yeah. You have one trip. How do you want to use it? I will 
vote for future specifically because uh, the go back in the past and punch Hitler scenario was played out in the game Command and Conquer Red Alert. And we all know what happens because that, that game is the gospel. Uh, once You're going to have to fill time, me in because I don't. I once we go back, I, uh, I will fill you in. Once we go back in time and kill... <laughs> once we go back in time and kill... And Hitler, the red alert did say... <laughs> Joseph Stalin rises to power and then we have to deal with him. And you can't just say, oh, well, we'll just go back in time and kill Joseph Stalin because then Japan rises to power. In Command and Conquer Red Alert 3. Well, then just so go back in time and kill everybody. Except but then for how will you the be US born, America. Kevin? That's not important at all. No. So, Kevin, oh, so have we... you heard of a movie called The Butterfly Effect? Because I have never seen it. But I know The Butterfly <laughs> Effect involves time travel. And you go back in time and you kill a butterfly. In and the then you wake up era. and you don't have legs. And then, You're also yeah, Ashton like, Kutcher. The entire world is different. Spoiler but alert, Ashton you... Kutcher, that's too soon. Too soon, alright? It's too soon to get on Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. What a great show, though. Um, <laughs> I... But also, if we're going to the future, there's no potential for time paradoxes to be made. Unless you, like, I guess if you go back to the past again. See, that's why I feel like the Are you saying that's thing. a good thing or a bad thing that there's no I don't want to make for time paradoxes. paradoxes. You could cause the end of the world. Like what if you I guess I guess in either scenario, if you went back to the past or uh, over to the future and met yourself, you could cause like the world to implode or yeah, something. Yeah, like you're going to blow so. up the world. So, time time paradoxes are going to exist in both of them. Plus, it's not that big a deal. Uh cuz you could be like, oh, I'm about to cause a time paradox. Or you could shorten it and say, oh, I'm going to cause a TP. I'm going to go TP someone. I think, I think it is a big I'm deal. I'm going to we, go into the we future look at, and TP my future self. Exactly. If we look at Metal Gear Solid 3, when you kill Revolver Ocelot, the game you get a game over screen and it says time hey, paradox. Hey listener, listener, we're just you're probably a, pretty confused. We're gonna make a bunch. You probably of think that you no stumbled knows. onto a video game podcast. You probably think that's what this is. Hey, so uh, I'm sure our Samuel Beckett joke was also equally. <laughs> Samuel uh, Beckett is a household name. Yeah, he's a playwright. Um, hey, in Mega Man Eight, when you kill the fourth boss, time paradox. All right. That so, would be Cutter in Man. In Pokemon Red and Blue, once you get the stone badge, time paradox. <laughs> Missing, though. Um, Ocarina of Time is actually a, a DeLorean. Paradox. A time paradoxing DeLorean. Um, See, one, one downfall of going into the future, though, is that you deprive yourself of so many surprises. Like, maybe you'll have the initial, like, whoa, this is so cool, future. But if you so choose to go back in time, then you're just gonna, you know, things will be like, oh, wow, we have moon boots now. That's, you know, that's nice, I guess. No well, surprise. Not only that. But you could it... also invent things beforehand. You could go into the future and steal plans or get that, you know, 2038 Farmer's Almanac and bring it on back and know like the lengths of the seasons and who won what sports games and just bet a whole bunch. Well, that's Thank you, the thing. of Back to the Future too. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If you go into the future and then you come back and you're like telling people like, oh, yeah, so um, we're going to invent, you know, uh, 
flying cars and, to, and people are like, you know what? Why don't you shut up? Because you're super smug and nobody likes you and you're annoying. Uh, so, until that stuff is invented and then you're thought of as a visionary. No. You want to know how Steve Jobs like, was so successful, Kevin? Time he travel. He worked a lot of jobs. Yeah. He was a night manager at Taco Bell at the same time as being CEO of Apple. And he worked hard. That's how he got knighted. Yeah. <laughs> being a night manager. Um, I don't know. Also, I just, wouldn't you want to go back in time and, and hang out with historical figures? Like, you could go cow tipping with George Washington. Like, hey, hey, George, let's have some, you know, let's get some homemade whiskey that you made in your backyard. Let's chop down some cherry trees. Let's chop down some cherry trees, and then we're going to light up, uh, you know, old man McGillicuddy's barn, and then we're going to tip over some cows. I All never tell a lie. This is going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> this party is going to be the dopest. <laughs> That's true. I cannot could... tell a lie. Let's bro out. Uh, you could be the inventor of so much slang. <laughs> uh, you could bro out with Abe Lincoln and be like, hey, man, that's a pretty kicking hat. You mind if I try it on? I believe it was George Washington who said it. Dude, where's my car? Dude, where are all my revolutionary booze at? There are so many possibilities for future travel. But if you go back in the past, you can, like, be space future man. Like, who's, who says you have to, you know, blend in and hang out with people? You can just, like, wear your, your you know, platinum grill and be like, hey, everybody, this is what the future is going to be like grills well and that's i mean people don't get all up in my grill people like oh sweet you have mixed fiber shirts that's totally cool whereas in the future what's that called rayon rayon girl uh kevin in the future all the future hipsters will think you look like the coolest dude ever no they'll be like you look like that's a good point because we all No, i i don't think that's true at all kevin we all have chrome plated underwear and you don't and you look stupid no, the future hipsters will be wearing exactly what normal people are wearing today. No. Future hipsters are actually known in the future as senators. So <laughs> Now, that's the thing, though. Hipsters will be wiped out in the year 2038 during uh, the war of the dashboard confessional. So One side wanted to confess. The other side wanted to keep it a secret not. for all they time. They said, you know what? Let's keep that in the glove box, guy. Um. So there aren't going to be any hipsters around to admire you. There's just going to be people who are like, oh, you look stupid. Well, but also let's look oh, at the past. still wearing a belt? Oh, wow. We got rid of those. We have laser belts now. Yeah, well, oh, that's, that's a great point for the future. Because in the past, you lose all of your creature comforts. Because your cell phone, not going to work. There's no cell phone towers. And If you like, go far enough in the past, though, you're going to have all kinds of creature comforts. Oh, a little Flintstone yeah. style. Yeah. yeah, you'll have actual creatures comforting you, like dinosaurs. Awesome. Not awesome, you'll get eaten. Have you not seen Jurassic Park? Literally 80% of the characters in all the Jurassic Park movies get eaten. Literally 80% of our show is Literally Jurassic Park 80%. reference. <laughs> we do. It's it's a very topical thing, though. It's very important. We love dinosaurs. It, um, in but every in the future, argument. though, all your creature comforts can probably, I mean... We'll probably still have wall adapters in the future, hopefully. You do, so or maybe you we're so that. far in the future that, like, electricity just, like, powers everything, like, through the air. That'd no. be awesome. 
But you don't know that. You could all of our technology could be completely obsolete. That would be like somebody from the past coming. That's fine though, because in the future, unless we're talking post-apocalyptic nuclear winter future, which I guess we don't know what the future holds. That right. could be yeah. Against future. Past, we know what we're getting exactly. into. Exactly. Future, it could be. It could be. Yeah, but could. past. If we go back to the past and change stuff around, you don't know what the future you're changing around is getting into. Well, nothing. Whereas with the future, you know that if the future sucks, you can always go back to the present and it'll still be okay, at least for those 40 years that's or so. That's not true. And you can try and prevent it. No, that's not true. Hmm. Uh, no, that's the, true. If no, you no. go back to the past, you accidentally kill Abraham Lincoln while you're broing out. He <laughs> Dude, why would you do that? Too, Stop that. Alcohol poisoning. Much, uh, he just well, he had that moonshine out. bomb. He had way too much moonshine. He drowned in a pool. Now the slaves aren't emancipated, and you've ruined the future. No, that's the thing. You Whereas put on that stove hat, future, and you emancipate those guys. If I go to the future, and the future is terrible, I can be all Terminator on that stuff and be like, oh man, Skynet is going to be like popping up in the next five years, I gotta do what I can to stop it, because I'm suddenly now John Connors. Man, the future sounds oh, awesome. Oh, John, John All Connors. you Hollywood producers listening out there, I would love to watch a movie where a guy goes back in time, bros out with Abraham Lincoln, and then has to fake himself being Abraham Lincoln for the rest <laughs> of time. <laughs> and also hunt vampires. Four score and 20 years ago. Four score and 20 totally drinks ran. ago, we totally did a keg stand, and we're going to do it again. Um, oh, gosh. From sea to shining sea, amber waves of grain. Uh, I don't, this is hard. No, I this think is a it's, difficult question. Go past. Why is you that? You gotta Kevin? go future. Wait, all right. It, that's would, Kevin and Mai's votes. All be... right, go ahead. Give me your, give me. Give me your reasons, and I will weigh them like Lady Justice. First, only with a beard. Reason for the past: you could potentially create uh, a weekend at Bernie's type scenario with Abraham Lincoln, where you have to put sunglasses on him and pretend that he's giving the Emancipation Proclamation, but it's just you behind him, and you got to move that stuff by Pat. That would be amazing, and you know it. All right, <laughs> a good a good point on the uh, on the past side, Jordan. Uh, reason for future hoverboards and lightsabers. Mm. We will certainly have them in the future, and also you get the opportunity to stop Skynet. You can be John Connors. Then you'll have your own Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator with you, because I'm envisioning Terminator Two. Hey, can we just make a note that it is John Connor, not? John Connors. Is it? Yeah. John Connor. I thought it was John Condor. <laughs> Michael Condor. <laughs> so, um... Ah. Uh, comes down to me, then. I, as much as I would love to head on back and just chill out with Genghis Khan, I would... I think it would be better for my future and for the future of, you know, my family and all of our financial constituents if I went into the future, brought back some sweet future tech, and then lived it up Tony Stark style from Iron Man and just invented a, a junk load of things and also wagered on a whole bunch of stuff. How could you pass up Weekend at Abraham Bernie's? 
I I will I will buy that movie on DVD and Blu-ray <laughs> as soon as it comes out. So in the debate of past versus future, Ben, just go ahead and live it up in the future times. Just go have a good time and then bring back your knowledge and or contraband and, you know, share a little bit with us. I believe... Do we have time for one more? I believe we have time for one more question. And that is coming in from Dan Hill, our own medical expert here on the show. And he would like to know who would win in a fight? Batman or Superman? Go. By the way, Uh, Dan Hill, my cuz. Oh, man, this is just a family episode. Oh, it's a family affair. Sorry. um, I really hope it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe the comics are pretty clear on this, that the, the, the multitude of times that this has actually played out, the Batman versus Superman battle. Uh, Superman is not invulnerable to mind-altering techniques. So, And does Batman happens, have those? No, but it happens occasionally. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. No, it does. Give me one second, you jerks. All right. Superman, because he knows that this is a weakness, gave Batman a kryptonite ring in case... Uh, the unspeakable should happen that Superman comes under the influence of some evil power, Batman can be able to stop him with that kryptonite ring. And Batman, as we all know, if given an infinite amount of time to plan, will be able to find a way to stop you. Um, So I'm going to assume that Batman has time to plan, and he's got that kryptonite ring, so Superman's toast. Number one, I would love to watch a movie that is Superman under the influence. Number two, I don't think we can assume that Batman has infinite time because he is he is a mere mortal. He's just he's just a human dude. Whereas Superman, who knows his lifespan? I mean, he aged to adulthood, but who's to say he's not just going to be like some buff grandpa 500 years from now? So. I I don't know. I think if, you know, even if he had the time to plan, I think Superman would, you know, wise up to it and just take him down. Because you'd have to plan a long time to bring down that big boy in red, white, and not white, blue, and yellow. He makes a great ice cream flavor. (laughs) That Superman ice cream. Oh, man. Who Uh, even eats Batman ice cream? It doesn't exist. That's a problem. We need to make it. It's (laughs) actually, it's flavored like guano. What? That doesn't make any sense. So, Kevin, I'm sure you're just bubbling full of opinions on this one. I gotta tell you. Well, first of all, Superman's kind of a jerk, as evidenced by... You know, the fact that he just has no weaknesses except for kryptonite and he has every power in the world. Um, How insensitive of him. Right. To be super cool. Right. So I feel like, you know, as long as Batman could just play on that egotism a little bit, Superman would be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to ride around in a Bentley and do whatever I want. And Batman would be like, oh, yeah, well, I put a bomb in that Bentley and now I'm going to blow it up. Which would only serve to make him angrier. Well, he's not the Hulk. If he wasn't all... Well, but mere bomb can't bomb. Well, it's a kryptonite. It's a bomb. It's a bomb made of kryptonite. Crypto bomb. See, because that's that's the thing. 
with Superman, he's a liter- he's you know weak to weak to kryptonite, and there's also kryptonite everywhere. In all the Superman movies, true. everyone has kryptonite. It's like, yeah. Yeah, went, it seems pretty easy to get a hold of. <laughs> I went and, down and to Kevin, the Kmart and got some kryptonite. No big. Kevin, I'm glad you brought up the movies, because this question asker was not specific. Uh, where it Was it specific who would win in a fight, or was it just it Superman? It was Batman versus, versus Superman, so yeah. let's Well, let's then let's go, let's go to the movies here. Superman movies, with the exception of the first and maybe the second one from all the way back in like the 70s and 80s. Those are great, by the way. With the exception of those two, they are awful. Like, Superman 3 had the most convoluted, stupid plot ever. And Superman Returns, nobody even watched it. Like, I even forgot it came out like four years ago. I watched it and I enjoyed it. He's all like, I'm Superman, I'm back. Name the actor who played Superman. Uh, jo- Joseph Gordon Lovett. No, but if it was, it probably would have been better. Tom Hanks, Nicholas whereas, Cage. Whereas Batman <laughs> has at least four really good movies, and if you enjoy really bad movies, then Batman and Robin is an excellent movie as well. But For John the- John Williams did the soundtrack to the Superman movies. Who did the soundtrack to the Batman movies? Hans Nobody Zimmer. knows. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, And it kind of revolutionized uh, all movie soundtracks because now every soundtrack to every action movie now sounds like Batman Begins. That's a good point. Well, all right. So they're equal on soundtracks. Um, But I like I just think I still keep going back. I mean, Superman's just a jerk. He is. He's a total jerk. And but Batman he... has a heart of gold. He's got a lot of flaws. No, I will I will stop you right there. Superman at least has a heart. He gives of himself to Lois Lane and loves her and holds her and flies her around in the first Superman movie and she sings a weird mental song to him about how can you love me you're a god and <laughs> then it like spins the world backwards to save her life. Whereas Batman just kind of, he's, you know, that millionaire playboy. He just strings along folks and then he's like, I'm not the boyfriend you need deserve this city. And that's the end of it. Uh, I, think he's uh, I don't think he's that all. loyal to Lois Lane. I, In fact, I will, I will go ahead and send you some pictographical evidence well, that our listeners will have to find on Facebook. But I, I feel like... He, I, I have just posted a comic book cover of Superman literally kissing some floozy on top of Lois Loon's headstone because she's dead. Lois Loon? Yeah, she's Canadian. Uh, I, see, what but I mean, let's look at the cities, too. I feel like, um, you know, Gotham City is a dicey place. Um, you know, there's a lot of villains in the heart of the town. You know, it's it's a tough place, and yet Batman thrives. Whereas in Superman, all the villains are like out in the suburbs of uh, of the city. You know, like they're all coming from. Superman polices the world, though. Uh, whereas no. Batman contains. He himself. is headquartered in Metropolis. Right, and like Metropolis is a pretty pretty tame city. Not a whole lot goes on. Uh, it's all in the suburbs that people are making meth labs and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like Superman's been kind of coddled 
and Batman could pop one right in the nose, right in that super nose of his. Yeah, well, what's more tragic, your parents dying or your parents and your entire race and planet exploding? He never knew his parents. I mean, he's definitely, well, nah, that's a good point. But still. <laughs> yeah, and never... also, let's not forget, he got adopted parents. Are you anti-adoption, Tyler? No, I Bruce, am not. Bruce, Bruce did not get any adopted plant, uh, parents. He just had Alfred to watch out for him. Yeah, and I feel like Bruce Wayne Batman would probably be a better adoptive father if he chose to adopt children from a third world country. I think Superman and, would not be a very good Well, dad. he essentially does. That's what Robin is. I mean, <laughs> carnies are the equivalent this of is true. That's circus third world children. So I, I think would, that I, Batman has a kinder heart. And he takes this young boy under his wing. Yeah, well, Superman's Superman just like, I'm in had, it for this lady of mine. Has had his mentored such such visionaries as Superboy, Supergirl, <laughs> Super, Superdog. Dog, Super Baby. Your argument sounds super dumb. Well, we are reaching the final stretch of our show. So, Jordan, your opinion is? Batman is not only the hero we deserve, but it's also the hero we... And the hero we need. He's both. He's the hero we deserve <laughs> and the hero we need. And he's the hero that's awesome. And Superman is just a, a, super. a tool. He's a oh. super tool. Hey, uh, Superman, uh, nobody wants your super comb over, all right? Change your hairstyle a little bit. And stop greasing it up so much. And wh- it's not- wh- what, Who does he think he is with those glasses? Oh, I'm super hipster, more like it. Yeah, nobody's, think- nobody's fooled by those glasses. Come on. I think they are quite fetch, and I believe that Superman pave, paves the way so that other heroes can do their job. If if it wasn't for Superman keeping the, you know, big boys like Doom and Armageddon and Brainiac at bay, then Batman wouldn't be able to just stick around Gotham. Well, There'd be a world crisis at hand. No, not to mention that I think Batman is more American than Superman. Uh... You know, Superman is just, uh, you know, born with these superpowers and he's just, you know, hey, I just got this stuff and I'm going to use it. Whereas Batman is a self-made, you know, billionaire all by the sweat of his own brow. You know, he doesn't have a whole lot of superpowers. He's just got some super ideas and some super gadgets. And uh, you know what? He's going to do his darndest. To that is a good point. Justice. I feel like I would be, you know abhorred as a human being if i didn't if i didn't align myself with a human so in a fight i i will say that superman is easily the superior but if it if i have to you know if i have to hang out with someone i guess it would be batman no i think even in a fight if batman brought up the fact that superman was basically just spoon-fed all of his greatness i think superman would be so you know so ashamed that he would just allow himself to get the crap beat out of him because he said, I don't, I don't deserve to win this. I don't deserve this award. Take it back, please. I'm not the hero you deserve. Yeah. Batman is. And so there you have it, Dan. Thank you so much for your question. And if you, listener, have a question that you would like to send into the show, you can do that in a multitude of ways. You can send us an email to ninjas versus podcast at gmail.com that's versus vs none of that none of that multiple vowel garbage 
Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Ninjas vs. Podcast. We're on there. We post uh, bonus content from the shows, including the, uh, the, the wonderful photos that Kevin digs up during the recording process. Uh, if you want to ask us anonymously, which a lot of people like to, you can find us on formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast, or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at ninjas versus podcast or use the NVP hashtag. Also, hey, if you feel there... like searching the NVP hashtag, you can find some pretty fantastic stuff. I was going to say, on... is there any updates on the, uh, was it the Norwegian I have Vanderbilt no idea. Party? I have no idea what they're saying, but they're saying a lot of it. Uh, there is also a strong contingent of people recently who can't spell MVP. So <laughs> if you <laughs> if you uh, like some Tyler, of that, MVP stands for not valuable player. So follow us, and you can see as we retweet the least valuable players on the uh, on the Twitterverse. And so with that, uh, thank you so much to everyone who's been sending in questions. We're getting a little low. We've been going through the list, so send them in. We we need them. We want them. Oh baby, oh baby. So send in your questions. Thank you to everyone who's been. Uh, sharing us with your friends, plugging us on the Facebook and Twitter. It, it means it means a lot. So thanks for keeping keeping us out there. And thank you especially to Eric Toribio for hosting and allowing us to use your song Ultraviolet Bliss as our end song. You can find his music on ericturibio.com. That's T-O-R-I-B-I-O. And thank you to Animal Tropical for letting us use your song 20 Miles as our wonderful, wonderful intro. And so, keeping with our show's theme, we will have one final question, a speed round, Ninja versus Velociraptor. Go. I gotta say Velociraptor because they can open doors that ninjas are behind. That was the exact argument I... I was thinking of they can open doors. Also, that they're is, so this skill that only Velociraptors have. It's true. They are so awesome that they, you know, Muldoon was just like clever girl, and then he died, which is the best death line well, ever. And Muldoon was a ninja. So, and Muldoon was a ninja. Little known fact: he was an Australian ninja. Uh, Australian I. Ninja. I'm gonna go ahead and say Velociraptor because you gotta you gotta stay out of that tall grass. I don't care who you are, stay out of tall grass. Don't be that guy. So don't be a hero. As ever, I am Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. And until next time, chill out. Yeah, that was pretty awful. Yeah, that's pretty great though, right? Yeah, a little Batman. bit of, a little bit of, yeah, Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Batman. Yeah, we're, we're, we're rapidly becoming a Batman podcast. Oh yeah. Where we dance? All we talk about is Jurassic Park podcast. Batman, dinosaur. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies, and we'll be dead when we're all done. Tired from all the fun and. Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss
I'm Charles Barkley. I'm Charles Barkley. I have a lot of friends. <laughs> I, I lose them all when I make gambling bets with them and I can't pay them back. As opposed to non-gambling bets? It's the round yeah. mound of Honor dollars, Kevin. Honor dollars. On dolls? That's true. 